Hello and welcome back to another edition of Talkin' Troy. I'm Nathan Ackerman. I'm joined by Amanda Sturgis. We are the two sports editors here at the Daily Trojan and today we are joined by a special guest sports editor from the Daily Bruins, Sam Conan. Sam, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Awesome, awesome. So, to start this off, I want to announce that the Daily Trojan and the Daily Bruin are um, coming out with a collaborative uh, news newspaper ahead of uh, Saturday's uh, UCLA-USC game. It's a um, very, very large uh, collaboration between the two, and there's going to be a bunch of special content for you guys, so we encourage you guys all to check that out when it comes out on Friday. Amanda, you want to talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, so the issue will be available at both campuses, and it'll have a lot of content um, from both of our papers. One side will be Daily Trojan, and one side will be Daily Bruin. So we're really excited for you to see what both of our papers will be putting out. And then there will also be an online component to the issue that you guys will be able to check out. Yeah, so definitely recommend you guys check that out. So without further ado, let's chat a little bit about about the focus of, of the issue, which is the upcoming game with UCLA. You know, SC just came off a pretty dominant win over Cal last weekend, and they, you know, the Trojans are hoping to carry the momentum into the weekend with the Bruins. Um, Sam, I want to start with a few questions for you. Um, our quarterback Keaton Slovis has thrown for 400 plus yards in three out of out of out of his last four games. He threw for four touchdowns last weekend. Do you think um, the Bruins will be able to contain USC's passing game, and what do you think they need to do in order to stop them? Well, I, I think it's going to be a, a struggle for UCLA, obviously. I mean, Slovis is is pretty hot right now, and uh, UCLA doesn't have the greatest track record this year against quarterbacks, uh, even though Slovis is pretty inexperienced and a true freshman. Uh, that doesn't really mean much for the UCLA offense against Arizona. They had a true freshman throw for over 300 yards against them. So the, the secondary has improved. They definitely improved during the Bruins' three-game winning streak. And they, they do have Darnay Holmes, who uh, is great in one-on-one, but even he's had some holes in his game this year. The The secondary definitely has not been a bright spot for, for UCLA. And uh, for, from a UCLA perspective, I really think Slovis is going to have a big day. Uh, and that's really going to be integral because for UCLA to keep pace, they're going to have to slow down Slovis in the pass offense. Uh, so I think a lot of that will have to do with some uh, breakout performances by the safeties uh, because I, I think you can only put so much on Darnay Holmes' shoulders. And you said that UCLA has been doing much better than they ha- did at the start of the season with that win streak. How have they been able to somewhat turn things around? Well, it, it's interesting because if you talk to the coaching staff, um, they, they said they haven't really changed anything on defense, which which is tough to believe because the defense has made huge leaps. Uh, they, they went from averaging over 300 yards uh, allowed passing per game, which was on pace to be the worst in school history, to shutting down three quarterbacks in a row. I mean, Tyler Huntley had a great day against against UCLA this past week, but Tyler Huntley's great playing for a top-10 team. It, generally, though, uh, the run defense and pass defense has really stepped up. They've just been a lot more active, a lot more physical uh, in the pass game. Outside the numbers, they're playing up a lot tighter. Early in the year, they were, they were giving up a lot of space out there, but uh, they, they've kind of limited those outside receivers a lot, which I think has been huge. And then the the linebackers are back to full strength. You had Keyshawn Lucier South coming back from injury uh, from the suspension, or <laughs> yeah, from academic suspension, and 
you just had guys coming back from injury. The linebacking core in the middle has really been a big player in the, in the running game. So that's how they've kind of stepped up there. They're back at full strength. Yeah, there have there've definitely been a lot of uh, improvements made since the start of the season. Although last weekend, or just this past, you know, uh, yesterday, they came out with a 49-3 loss against uh, Utah. I mean, you know, that wasn't really consistent with, you know, some of the better performances we've seen from UCLA over the past couple of weeks. What do you think went wrong there? Was it just, you know, they ran into a, a hot team that's been hot, the, you know, the whole season and really has only had one game where they weren't, you know, clearly the best team in the Pac-12 South? Or, you know, do you think that was more, um, you know, kind of a sign of a trend and things to come for uh, for uh, UCLA in the, you know, couple games of the season or the last game of the season? I, I think it's it was almost a, a perfect storm or imperfect storm from the UCLA side because, I mean, you talked to Dorian Thompson-Robinson after the game and he was saying how a lot of guys kind of had the Pac-12 championship game on their mind because if UCLA had won out, won those last three games, then they would have made it to the Pac-12 championship game. So that's not a wasn't a great mindset for them, uh, whether it's getting too confident or getting kind of crushed by the pressure. Now that that weight is off their shoulders, I think that's helpful a little bit. But then now they go to, oh, you got to go 2-0, finish out uh, to make a bowl. So that's added pressure there too. So I don't think they're as comfortable as they were before. So hopefully they took a lesson from that. And then Utah, obviously, is a top 10 maybe top five team in the country they just blew the doors off UCLA and a lot of people saw that coming but to, no one really saw a 46 point blowout like mo- most of our sports desk knew that UCLA was going to lose but we were thinking that with the momentum UCLA had it could be almost like a like a good loss that could kind of give them momentum going into the USC game and just from my perspective I mean I picked UCLA to lose that game but after seeing that I think the momentum is basically basically dead uh, they can always start from scratch. They can play spoiler, of course, um, but the the offense just is not going to be playing with the same kind of flow they were a few games ago. And after that momentum kind of um, petered out, like you said, with that game against Utah, do you think that they'll be able to bounce back and really contend with USC in this game? What's kind of your prediction for that? Yeah, I, I think they'll be able to contend for sure. I mean, the first three games against Cincinnati, San Diego State, and Oklahoma, the offense was just awful. They never broke 14 points. Uh, they were just totally stagnant. And then they come out against Washington State one week later, and they have one of the best offensive games in school history, great comeback and everything. So, I mean, it's it's the Pac-12. It's a big rivalry. Anything can happen. And, I mean, like I said, even though the momentum's dead, doesn't mean they can't get it started again. They're just going to have to kind of start from scratch. Um, just on both sides of the ball. Uh, and I, I think they can definitely do that. I don't think it'll be enough to, to overcome the talent discrepancy because USC has more talent than UCLA does right now. Uh, I, I think everyone's pretty comfortable in saying that. Uh, so even though I think UCLA knows it's a big game, they'll come out and put a, a good effort in, I, I don't know if that'll be enough for a win. So I think it'll be a, a, a bit of a shootout because USC will be passing a lot. UCLA has showed that they can compete in shootouts before, but I think USC comes out on top. Uh, you talked a lot about how uh, Thompson Robinson, you know, really didn't have a great mindset going into the game last night. He, he, he really struggled after having played well for pretty much most of the season. What did you see from him this weekend that, you know, you think caused him to struggle so much? And again, along, you know, kind of the same lines, was it was it just against the team that he was playing or was it, you know, something that, 
Bruin fans should be worried about heading into the USC game? Well, I, I think with Thompson Robinson, uh, a lot of it has always been uh, a mental thing for him. Like last year when he was mediocre, the first three games of this year when he was kind of struggling, it's, you, you can see it, whether like it's, it's in his eyes, it's in the way he's moving around the pocket. He just kind of gets the jitters every now and then. And he can turn that off against Washington State. He looked amazing, and like he looked really composed. And even when he was scrambling and improvising, he looked like he knew what he was doing. But against Utah, and whether it was against Cincinnati earlier in the year, he had fumbles that weren't even forced. He just pulled the ball up to pass it and just slipped out of his hands. It's happened multiple times this year. He just It's something mental with him. He's just getting a little like spooked or something. So I, I think that... He's shown he can come back from that. He's obviously a really talented player. I mean, he was a one of the best dual-threat quarterbacks in the country and got an offer from most Power 5 programs pretty much, or there was at least interest before he even started as a quarterback in high school. Uh, so everyone knows that this guy has raw talent, and he's really good and has shown that he can turn that talent into production. But he is pretty inconsistent. He has a lot of room to grow. So I think it's just him getting in the right mental state and he can have a good game. And he's he's proven he can show up in big games and he can totally explode in big games. So we'll see which one it's going to be on Saturday. And along with him coming back and playing well against USC, what are some of the other keys to the game for UCLA this weekend? I, I think it's a lot of the game plan for UCLA is going to be slowing down Slovis. It's obviously a tall task. Like He's had over 400 yards in threat of the last four. It's not, not a great track record to be facing if you're UCLA. But they do have some, some pretty good young talent in the secondary that is pretty unproven. But if they can get those players to kind of step up and have big games, then that can definitely help slow down Slovis. Uh, and that's got to be what the defensive mindset is. And then on offense, it's really just has to be controlling time and possession. Even against Utah, when they got blown out, they had time possession pretty well. Like They had the advantage there. So I think if they do that again, if they can kind of pound it with Joshua Kelly, maybe get out to an early lead, or at the very least just don't get in the hole early, then they can kind of keep their offense balanced, keep everything open. Uh, and, yeah, I think that's how they kind of go about winning the game is just keeping options open and don't get buried in the hole like you did against Utah because they showed that they're not really equipped to dig themselves out of it at this point in the year. Well, Sam, thanks so much for joining us on the show. Again, if you all want to check out some more of the Daily Bruin team's work, check out the collaborative issue between us and the DB coming out this Friday, available at both campuses. Sam, thank you again for coming on the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. Everyone uh, keep an eye out for everything coming out this week. Uh, you know, a lot of people put a lot of effort to, into it, and uh, it's going to be really great. Yeah, great working with you guys. Thanks. And that'll do it for this episode of Talk and Troy. I'm Nathan Ackerman. I was joined by Amanda Sturgis. We're the sports editor here at the DT. We, and we were joined by Sam Conan, Daily Bruin sports editor. Again, one final reminder to check out our collaborative issue coming out this Friday. And we'll talk to you guys next time. This episode of Talk and Troy was produced by Sean Flannelly, Natalie Bettendorf, Tomas Mir, Aidenberg, and Eileen Toe.